The blast from our past network. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Throwback Trivia Takedown. Your hosts, Adam and John Spees. Welcome to Throwback Trivia Takedown, a no holds barred trivia match between two contenders fighting for nostalgic glory. I'm your host, John Spees. And I'm your co host, Adam Spees. Oh, wait, sorry, Jeremy Goodson. Uh, I, uh, I commandeered the podcast from Adam for the day. Yes, uh, thank you so much, Jeremy, for being here. Adam couldn't be here, so Jeremy graciously stepped in uh, to be my co host. Today, we have two contenders ready to play our silly little game. In one corner, he may not be from Luxembourg, but he can kick it with Zuckerberg. And I've run out of things to rhyme with Erg. It's Drew McClurg. Drew, welcome back to the show. Remind the folks at home a little bit about you. Drew McClurg, uh, uh, not a whole lot. I'm from Mill Nowhere, Ohio, and life is good. In the other corner, he's lean, he's mean, he's louder than a scream queen, and I'm pretty sure he's 33% caffeine. It's Dean on the scene, Bratton. Dean, welcome back to the show. Remind the folks at home a little bit about you. Oh, good afternoon. Dean Bratton. I'm from Diamond Bar, California. I always represent Diamond Bar. But now I'm stuck in El Paso, so I'll be here for another few months until February, and then I can leave, but I'm glad to be here once again. Uh, We are happy to have both of y'all, and let's learn how to play our game. Entering the ring are two contestants who will engage in three rounds of head-to-head trivia. Here are the rules. Round one consists of 10 questions in different pop culture categories focused on a decade that will be randomized. If you answer incorrectly, your opponent has the chance to steal. And the categories are movies, music, television, toys and games, sports, fashion, slang, news and politics, literature and food. Round two consists of the same 10 categories, but this time your opponent gets to pick your category. Each correct answer gives you 10 points. In the final round, you may bid up to as many points as you've earned before answering the final two questions. The categories for the final questions will be picked by the contestants, but the decade will again be randomized from those remaining. You must get both answers correct to earn your wager. Now it's time for a takedown. All right, before we get started, I, of course, want to know Drew and Dean just a little bit more. And since uh, my co-host Jeremy is from uh, the great town of Chicago, and that makes me think about pizza, I want to know, gentlemen, what's your favorite topping on a pizza? That's easy for me. I, I always have pepperoni in my pizza. Pepperoni, anything else, but I always go with pepperoni from the top. Okay. My oh, that's that's a difficult question because you know I would say I kind of agree. Pepperoni's probably the best-selling pizza topping in the country right now. So, uh, and I always get a pepperoni mushroom sausage pizza when I order. So, mm-hmm. uh, I'm gonna go sausage. So that's a very tough one because first of all, I'm a carnivore. You pretty much put any meat on a pizza, and right? I'm, I'm gonna eat it, and any all meat, that's fine. Uh, Drew, you saved yourself in that if you had actually said mushrooms, that would have been insta lost because uh, I cannot, st- I cannot stand. Uh, nobody mushrooms. said pineapple, and thank God they didn't. That is an abomination that does not uh, deserve to be acknowledged. Uh, so I'm it's sausage and pepperoni, both classic toppings. It's gonna be hard for me to pick. 
But if I'm honest to myself, I am more likely to order a sausage pizza than I am just a straight pepperoni pizza. That's fair. That's fair. Tough choice, though. Tough choice. Uh, so Drew's going to get to pick first in round one, sir. What category would you like? Uh, I'll start off with movies. All right. And your decade is the 1950s. Dang. Oh, boy. Starting out strong. The 1954 animated film version of this 1945 George Orwell novel had only two credited actors, Gordon Heath as the narrator and Maurice Denham, who was a beast and did all the other voices. Can you repeat that? Mm-hmm. The 1954 animated film version of this 1945 George Orwell novel had only two credited actors, Gordon Heath as the narrator and Maurice Denham, who was a beast and did all the other voices. Um, is that... Is that 1984? 1984 is incorrect. Dean, can you steal? Well, you said beast, and you said all the voices, like all the animals, like the pigs and Napoleon and all those guys. Uh, I'm going to guess it's Animal Farm. Animal Farm is correct. All right, Dean, you got the steal, and now you get to pick your category. All right, I'm going to get toys and games out of the way. All right, your decade is the 70s. And we have a question from Janelle Alfstead-Madsen. Thank you, Janelle. Shake up the dice in this game, then find as many words as you can in a short amount of time. Is that Yahtzee? Yahtzee is incorrect. Oh, I know what it is Who can you steal? Is it Boggle? Boggle is correct. (laughs) Trading blows right now. That's all we get out of the way. (laughs) That's all right. Now Drew got the steal. Now he gets to pick his category. Um, I'll go TV. All right, TV. Your decade is the 90s. What 94 to 99 series featured the adventures of an impossibly upright Royal Canadian Mounted Police Constable and his American colleagues in the city of Chicago? You said 94 to 99? I did. Uh, nothing's ringing a bell. I'm going to pass. All right. Dean, can you steal? I'm trying to think of the name of this show. Um, can read the, repeat that one more time, please. What 94 to 99 series featured the adventures of, the, of an impossibly upright Royal, Royal Canadian Mounted Police Constable and his American colleague in the city of Chicago? Oh, is it, is it Dudley Do-Right? Dudley Do-Right is incorrect. Okay. Jeremy, do you remember this show? Uh, I, I think, I think I do. Um, I, I've only seen like one episode of it, but I do remember this being a thing, just being set in Chicago. Uh, and I believe that was due south. Due south is what I was looking for. Okay. I remember the Mountie had like his cool dog. I was born in '96, so I wouldn't remember it if it wasn't a rerun. (laughs) Fair enough. Fair enough. That's all right. No harm, no foul. And we are back over to Dean, sir. What category would you like? Let's do news and politics. All right. Your news and politics decade is the 2000s. We are just going across the board here. All right. On October 25th, 2009, U.S. President Barack Obama officially declared H1N1 a national emergency. H1N1 is better known by what name? Um, that was the uh, virus was that. Um, is that the bird flu? Bird flu 
is incorrect. Ooh. Drew, can you steal? Is it swine flu? Swine flu is correct. Oh, <laughs> bird swine. I knew it was one of those flus. I forgot about that. It one. was an animal flu, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. All right, Drew, you got the steal, and now you get to pick a category. Uh, let's go music. All right, music. Let's see where we end up here. That is the 80s. And we have another question from Janelle. Thank you, Janelle. Janelle sent in a whole bunch of questions, so I put a bunch of them in. Stardom came faster than a car for this artist when she was asked to play at Nelson Mandela's 70th birthday tribute concert while headliner Stevie Wonder dealt with technical difficulties. 72,000 people were in attendance while 600 million people watched at home on TV. Oh, I I gotta get the artist. I, I, I can picture the album cover and is it Chaplin? Chaplin is incorrect. <sighs> Dean, oh, can you steal? I thought it was Tracy Chaplin too. Okay, so repeat that again, please. Stardom came faster than a car for this artist when she was asked to play at Nelson Mandela's 70th birthday tribute concert while headliner Stevie Wonder dealt with technical difficulties. Oh, how about Tracy Chapman? That's what it is. Chapman is correct. Sorry, I had to be a stickler on that no one. Worries. No, I mean, that, that's why I was like, wait a second. I, that's the right answer, but he, he said it a different name. So, okay. All right. Dean, we are back to you. And left, we've got sports, fashion, literature, slang, and food. Let's go literature. All right. Your decade is the 80s again. What 1986 Newbery honor-winning young adult wilderness survival novel written by American writer Gary Paulson is the first in the Brian Saga series? Uh, I'm going to pass because I have no idea what any of those words meant. <laughs> okay. True. can you steal? Can you reread the question one more time? Sure. What 1986 Newbery honor-winning young adult wilderness survival novel written by American writer Gary Paulson is the first in the Brian Saga series. Is that Hatchet? Hatchet is correct. Okay, good pull, because i never even heard of that. Read in sixth grade. <laughs> <laughs> My son is actually reading those right now. We just got him the uh, box set of all five of them. I didn't realize it was a series, but I do remember reading Hatchet in school. All right, Drew, which one do you want? Uh, I'll go food. Food. All right, your decade for food is the 90s. What Nestle candy introduced in 1992 were similar to Whoppers or Maltesers and endorsed by Bart Simpson? That'd be Butterfinger BBs. Butterfinger BBs is correct. Better get your hands off my Butterfinger BBs. (laughs) Man, I miss Butterfinger BBs. (laughs) That was like the perfect amount of Butterfinger. Sometimes a whole Butterfinger bar can just be a little too much, but like just those little ones, it was perfect. All right, back over to Dean, sir. Which category do you want? Um, Let's do sports. All right. The decade for sports is the 50s. Okay. First established in 1958 by the PRCA, what championship includes events such as team roping, barrel racing, and steer wrestling. Is it rodeo? I need you to be more specific. Okay, repeat the question again, please. First established in 1958 by the PRCA, what championship includes events such as team roping, barrel racing, and steer wrestling? Okay, so it's 
Um, the Calgary Rodeo. The Calgary Rodeo. Stampede, Calgary Stampede. Calgary Stampede is incorrect. Drew, can you steer? Steal. <laughs> I said, can you steer? Um, so I was, yeah, uh, is it the World or World Championship Rodeo? The World Championship Rodeo is closer, but unfortunately not correct. Uh, this is called the National Finals Rodeo. Oh, NFL, never heard of it. National okay. Finals Rodeo. Happens every year. Also happens in Vegas every year, or it did happen in Vegas every year. <laughs> I think that changed after 2020, but Vegas Con. It's actually a lot of fun. Uh, all right. Um, what are we at, Drew? Uh, Drew, we got fashion and slang yes. left. Fashion and slang. I'll do slang. All right. Your decade is the 2000s. Made popular by the Yin Yang twins. What phrase indicated you were searching for a girl who was a perfect 10? I. I'm on the prowl, I don't know. <laughs> on the prowl is incorrect. Dean, can you steal? Repeat that again, please. Made popular by the Yin Yang Twins. What phrase indicated you were searching for a girl who was a perfect 10? Okay. I know they got from the window to the wall. Let me see here. Um, uh, is it skeet, skeet? Skeet, skeet. Unfortunately, is incorrect, but it's fun to say. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this is the phrase, looking for a dime. Oh, I never knew that was them. Okay. I don't think they coined it. I think they just made it popular. Oh, okay, because I knew that phrase, but okay. Uh, all right. Well, that leaves fashion for Dean. All right, Tell let's do what's it. our decade going to be? And your decade will be the 2000s. Due to the popularity of the Pirates of the Caribbean films and a resurgence of interest in 80s fashion... Teen and college-age women frequently wore what style of soft-knee high-leather boots typically made of brown calfskin? Um, what are those boots called? Let me see. Riders? Riders is incorrect. Dean, or not Dean. Drew, can you steal? I'll get there. <laughs> uh, thing is, I can picture these boots. Yeah, me too. Um, and I can't. Nothing's come into my mind. You said riders. Let's go. Uh, boots with the fur. <laughs> the boots with the fur. <laughs> Gotta be it. Correct. Uh, they're called cavalier boots. Oh, cavalier. Uh, okay. Cavalier boots. All right. That is the end of round one. Jeremy, what is our score? Um, unless I mess this up, I have Drew with 40 and Dean with 20 coming out of the first round. All right. That's what I have as well. And uh, still very close game. And let's see how they do in round two. All right. So since Drew got to pick first in round one, Dean, you're going to pick for Drew to start off round two. What category do you want to give him? I'm going to give him toys and games. All right. Your decade for toys and games is the 1950s. Oh, boy. And we have a question. From Will Dennison. I think you will. What company, whose name is derived from shortening a phrase that translates to play well, applied for and was granted a patent for its innovative interlocking feature in 1958? Lego. Lego is correct. All right, Drew, what category do you want to give to Dean? Uh, I'll give him fashion. All right. Dean, your decade is the 80s. Okay. What 80s fashion for men included using expensive fabrics 
and dark muted colors to create the intent of intimidation. Dark colors and um, look of intimidation. Okay, let me see. Dark colors. Repeat that one more time, please. Sure. What 80s fashion for men included using expensive fabrics and dark muted colors to create the intent of intimidation? Expensive fabrics. Okay. um, Is it um, chic? I have no idea. Sorry, say that one more time. I said chic. Chic is a great band, but unfortunately not the fashion (laughs) I'm looking for. I don't know. Uh, Drew, can you steal? No. Um, Is it... um, Let's... Actually, it's on the. I feel like there's a term on the tip of my. It's like power suits. Power suit is correct. Oh wow! All right. Well, Drew got the steal, so now Dean, you got to give him a category. All right. Let's give him um, literature or literature, as we're supposed to say in this in this show. <laughs> Adam's not here. You can just say it correctly. <laughs> literature coming at you. Uh, <laughs> all right. Let's see. Your decade for literature is going to be the 1950s. What 1952 John Steinbeck novel is a recreation of the biblical Cain and Abel story as told through generations, uh, sorry, told through two generations of brothers who betray one another? Is that Grapes of Wrath? Grapes of Wrath is incorrect. Dean, can you steal? I think it's East of Eden. East of Eden is correct. All right, once again, trading blows. So now that... Uh, Dean got the steal, Drew. Now you got to give him a category. What's it going to be? Let's go sports. And your decade is the 90s. Mm, okay. Touch them all, Joe, became sports announcer Tom Cheek's most famous call when Joe Carter hit a home run in the bottom of the ninth inning of Game 7 of the 93 World Series, winning the championship for what team? I was watching this game against the Phillies. It broke my heart. So that was Toronto Blue Jays. The Toronto Blue Jays is correct. All right. Dean, what do you want to give to Drew? Let's give him – did we do fashion yet? We did We did fashion, yes. Okay, so let's do slang. All right. And your decade is the 60s. The 60s were a great time for car culture, including some great car slang. If your ride had twice pipes – it had two what? It had two tailpipes or, yeah. Tailpipes or exhaust pipes is yeah. correct. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Drew, we've got movies, music, TV, news and politics, and food left. What do you want to give to Dean? A little food. And your decade is the 50s. Oh, oh. boy. If I was playing D&D today, I would be doing very, very poorly. <laughs> <laughs> In 1952, Kellogg's had a contest to find a representative for its new 29% sugar breakfast cereal. Katie the Kangaroo, Elmo the Elephant, and Newt the New were all beaten out by what great mascot? Tony the Tiger. Tony the Tiger is correct. Great. Okay. Take it. All right, Dean, what do you want to give to Drew? What's left, please? We got movies, music, TV, and news and politics. Let's do Muzak. And your decade is the 90s. David Silveria, James Schaefer, Reginald Arvizo, Jonathan Davis, and Brian Welch were the original members of what 90s new metal group? Oh, well. <laughs> I'm going to pass. I'm not, I, 
not familiar with a lot of new metal bands. All right. Dean, can you steal? Can you say those names again, please? Sure. <laughs> David Silveria, James Schaefer, Reginald Arvizu, Jonathan Davis, and Brian Welch. I don't even know what new what that term is, but I'm just gonna guess um uh um who am I trying to guess? Uh Limp Biscuit? No, it's not not it's not we'll go with Limp Biscuit. That's all I can guess. I don't know who it is. Limp Biscuit is incorrect. You're not very far off with Limp Biscuit, I will say. No, you're not. Uh, around the same time, uh, Jonathan Davis was the giveaway for me because I don't remember the, any of their other names, but that is uh, Corn. Yeah, that's what I was trying to think of. I was like, the band from California, but I didn't want to waste any more time. <laughs> like, aren't they from California? Uh, I have no idea where they're yeah, from, actually. It's corn. I, I was, that was my guess, but I, I do I know that, that Limp Biscuit is from Florida. That's all I know. <laughs> yeah, I was like, wait a second. What's I went through my band? phase. <laughs> oh, yeah, we all did. We all did. Uh, all right. I, I think Drew, you're picking for Dean. Believe so. Uh, let's go news. All right, news and politics. Your decade is the '50s. In 1954, G. L. Pearson, C. S. Fuller, and D. M. Chapman from Bell Labs created the first what? When they built an array of several strips of silicone, placed them in the sunlight, captured the free electrons, and turned them into electrical current. That be a uh... Solar panel? Solar panel or solar battery mm-hmm. is correct. Oh, that was a guess. Okay, I'll take it. All right, Dean, we've got movies and TV. Let's do movies for Drew. All right, Drew, your decade is the 70s. If you cast the actors who played Richard Kimball, Opie Taylor, Hooper, and let's throw in Wolfman Jack for fun, you get what 1973 U.S. coming-of-age comedy drama. Is this American Graffiti? American Graffiti is correct. Good pull. And that leads I think I only, got, I only got it from, um, you say, uh, the guy, the, the actor's name. He was in uh, Andy Griffith's show. Ron Howard. Oh, Opie. Oh, Ron yeah. Howard. <laughs> mm-hmm, yeah. And Richard Kimball is uh, Harrison Ford. Harrison from, Ford. Uh, yeah, because he was in. Yeah. yeah. All right, what's the decade going to be for TV for Dean? All right, for TV, it's going to be the, not that. Hold on. I rolled 90s again. Oh, so it goes to 50s next. All right. Oh, boy. A lot of critical fails on this one. (laughs) Disney's first TV series premiered in 1954, about a year before the park opened. The show had many title changes over the years, most popularly, it was later known as Walt Disney's Wonderful World of Color. What was its original name? So what was the original name of the of, the, of Disneyland? Is that what we're asking? Uh, do you need me to repeat the question? Yes, please. Disney's first TV series okay. premiered in 1954, about a year before the park opened. The show had many title changes over the years. Most popularly, it was later known as Walt Disney's Wonderful World of Color. What was its original name? Okay. Um, World of Color. How about? Okay, I'm I'm trying to think. See if there's any clues in this, in this question you gave me. Wonderful World of Color. Before that, it was okay. How about the Mickey Mouse Show? The Mickey Mouse Show is incorrect. Drew, can you steal? It was. Oh, I feel like. Does it have? Is it just Walt? Disney Disneyland. Walt Disney's Disneyland 
is correct. Oh, okay. <laughs> Wasn't it just like an app, like kind of created as like an advertising for the park originally? Pretty much. I mean, isn't all is <laughs> some sort of ad for something, especially back then. All right, that is the end of round two. Jeremy, what is our score going into the final round? All right, going to that final round, we have uh, Dean with 60 going up against Drew's 90. All right, still a fairly close enough game. Anything could happen. Drew, since you were in the lead, you get to pick first as to the category that goes into the final round. Which one do you want? We'll go movies. All right, and your decade will be the 80s. All right, and Dean? I'll go sports. All right, and for sports, your decade will be the 60s. All right, gentlemen, so based on 80s movies and 60s sports, go ahead and write down your bids. Okay, I'm ready. All right, let's start off with 80s movies, and we have a question from Janelle Alvstead-Matson. Thank you, Janelle. While known more for its cast of teenage heartthrobs, historian Paul Hunton called this movie the most historically accurate of all the Billy the Kid films. The sequel's John Bon Jovi soundtrack was arguably more successful than the film. And your 60s sports question. The 1964 Olympics in what city were the last Summer Olympics to use a cinder running track for athletic events and the first to use fiberglass poles for pole vaulting? And while our contestants are thinking about their answers, I would like you, yes, you, the listener, to go over to bfopnetwork.com and check out one of our other many fabulous nostalgia-based podcasts. You're here for all the nostalgia that you get talking about the 50s, 70s, 90s, 2000s, whatever your thing is. So go check out some of the other podcasts we got on the network because I guarantee you there's going to be one that works just for you. That's bfopnetwork.com. I'm ready, I think. Okay, I think I'm good. All right, let's find out what you put. Dean, since you were behind, what were your answers to the questions? First one, well, I'll make you famous, is Young Guns for the movie. And the 64 Olympics were in Tokyo, I believe. All right, and Drew? I also had Young Gun and Tokyo Olympics. All right, well, let's find out your answers for 80s movies. Uh, historian Paul Hutton called the film Young Guns, the most historically accurate of all the Billy Kid films. And again, the 1964 Olympics were indeed in Tokyo. So both players getting their bids. Let's find out how we came out. Dean, how much did you bid? I bid 35. All right. And Drew? I did 10. All right. Jeremy, do that mathification. Let us know who is our winner. All right, unless I can't math with a score of 95 to 100, Drew is today's champion. I was going to bid 62. All right, congratulations, Drew. Good that job, was a tight one. It came right down to the end with wagers. Was, uh, I should have just went ahead. I know, I should have went ahead and bid the 60. I was like, eh. I I, done it. Oh, you don't know how close I was to betting zero, too, because as soon as sports <laughs> were thrown out, I was like, oh. Sports is my kryptonite. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I was pretty confident. Anytime they say before the 2000s, I know I can pretty much get it. Mm. But I was like, I, I should got, have been more. I got lucky. Olympics is okay for me when it comes to sports. But like any other major league 
questions. Mm-mm, not going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Game. Before I give, uh, before I give you gentlemen, your, uh, your time, I want to say thank you so much uh, to Mr. Jeremy Goodson for coming on yep. and helping me out. Thank you so much, sir. Uh, would you like to plug anything before I get to our uh, contestants? Uh, no, my pleasure for coming on. Uh, thanks for having me. So it's, it's, it's kind of fun being on this side of the, uh, thing. There's <laughs> less stress, way less stress. Yeah, especially um, on especially on the rolling end. Oh yeah, uh, well except that now I know like I just don't need to use this die if I play D anD D. I ro- rolled a one way too many times. Um, no, you can just check me out uh, on Thursday nights when I was uh, plugged to the trivia community. I do stream more than that, but Thursday nights Brian Nash and I do a version on Twitch of his Geek Trivia Show, uh, where the four rounds are one that he wrote for a previous week for his live show that we bring to Twitch for everybody to try out. And then uh, I write round five each week based on a die roll. So kind of a plug here, too. Uh, basically, wherever you end in the at the end of the night, we roll a die. Uh, if your team number comes up, you choose round five for the next week. And you know you can do something funny or you can have a confidence round. Uh, and we have a lot of fun with that. So twitch.tv slash LK Jeremy, 930 PM central on Thursdays. Awesome. And thank you again. All right, Dean, now is your time, uh, for plug-in or whatever. Well, like I try to say, um, whenever I play trivia, I don't, I think it was a quote from, was a Mandela I, in life. I don't, what do you say? I don't lose. I either learn or I win. So I guess today I learned. So I'm on, I'll never forget that answer porn. Cause I don't know why I didn't think of that. But anyway, that's not why I lost. I just had a good time regardless. But um, And I also want to plug, I always plug, uh, support your local community theater. I do community theater all the time, so I, I love doing that. And I just had a good time. I appreciate you guys for hosting. Awesome. Thank you so much. And Drew, since you were the winner, you get the last word here. Kind of copying what Dean said. Thank you guys for hosting. Had a great time. It was a real uh, knockout punch out, but... Uh, really enjoyed it. Um, just be kind to one another. And tip your server. Hey, that's right. Fair enough. <laughs> Absolutely. All right. Thank you, Drew. Thank you, Gene. That's Jeremy, and I'm John. This was another episode of Throwback Trivia Takedown. Thank you for listening to Throwback Trivia Takedown. If you want to support the podcast, or if you'd like to be a contestant, go to patreon.com forward slash throwback trivia takedown and pick a tier that's right for you. If you want to submit questions, you can email them to throwbacktriviatakedown at gmail.com. Please rate and review us on your preferred podcast platform. We'll see you next time when two new contestants go head-to-head in nostalgic knowledge on Throwback Trivia Takedown. I'm John, and I'm the host of Action Action. Every week, I'm joined by James. hey And Dustin. Hello. And each week, we review, debate, and rank a different action movie. We're creating the ultimate list of action movies. From awful to awesome. So if you want to hear three more white guys with beards talk about action movies. And argue about where they belong on our list. And decide you hate us because we've made fun of your favorite movie. Join us every Tuesday, and you can find us on your favorite podcatcher. And Steven Seagal is a joke.